Hello, TTB community. I am Elliot Shibley, and here with me, as always, is the very robust Robert Domena. Each week, we like to bring you insight from travel authors, adventurers, conservationists, digital nomads, tour guides, and some of our very own personal travel experiences. This week's episode is the Travel Bites. So if you have any travel news that you want us to share or discuss on this podcast, please send it to us, and we'll include it in one of our articles that we discuss. And we encourage all of our listeners to send us their favorite travel news and we'll be happy to talk about them. You can send those directly to us at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or DM us through Instagram or Facebook. Okay, so this week we have four, five articles to talk about. Nice and short and sweet, but pretty uh, jam-packed with information. So the first one is about a United flight uh, that went almost went to into a full disaster that we talked about earlier, almost plunged into the Atlantic. They actually finished the investigation Pacific. on that the Pacific, and we'll talk about that. Uh, the next one is about the airline close calls and how common they actually are. Then we get into the multi-trillion dollar travel economy anticipated uh, over the course of the next decade. Then we talk about how climate change is impacting tourism in some locations around the world. And then we do discuss the wildfires wildfires in Maui. Uh, before we get into that, though, uh, I want to share the travel tip of the week. And it's actually a story that I have from a friend of mine who recently traveled. So he was going to Boston with his family for a quick family vacation, and they booked an Airbnb. They did not look into the neighborhood the Airbnb was situated in. And when they get to Boston, they realize that they drive through the nice area. And then they slowly get into an area that is uh, rough, very, very, very rough. And they're very nervous about it. Uh, they finally go in to the Airbnb and they decide to just try to make the best of it. Although the area is very, rough, again, rough uh, outside of Boston. I don't even know the neighborhood where they're talking about, um, but they just try to make the best of it. Then they start to realize that the place is super dirty. And they start to get worried a little bit more. Then they go into the bathroom. My buddy goes into the bathroom and he see notices that the light is hanging slightly off of the ceiling. And his first reaction, he thought it might have been a camera of some kind. He, you know, someone placed the camera for whatever reason in the bathroom and he jumps up to be able to get a look. And it's a dead mouse. Oh. The body's kind of pushing the light down. The tail is hanging outside of the light completely disgusting so they call airbnb and they call this guy and the guy essentially says sorry uh but i'll give you 150 dollars back they spent over two thousand dollars on this on this trip for the, over the course of their time there like just and, for the airbnb 2000 yeah yeah how long were it, they it, there like they, well it, it was a lot of people so they had uh, it was it was essentially like two families Got it. So it was a big place. And they essentially got their refund and everything worked out. They got a place in closer to Boston, like the, the areas that they're going to be going out in. But they did not re appropriately research this place because it's very easy. And so this is really, I guess, the travel tip. When you book a trip, and especially in a city, 
map the locations so you know generally where they are and where you'll be in that city and book the airbnb as close to that if you're going to these incredibly popular trans uh, uh attractions and landmarks most of the time they're in a good neighborhood they're in a decent area so so book close to that especially in a city you cannot just randomly book a place in a city in america and wing it and hope that the neighborhood is going to be good I don't because think you can wing it any in any city you can't no, you can't. You yeah. really need to know the neighborhood that you're booking in. Use Google Street View. Drop the guy in front of the, the little orange guy right in front of the place that you are thinking about or the neighborhood you're thinking about booking. Confirm that it looks safe. It is it is easy to sort of do that research and understand the neighborhood before you go. So that's the travel tip of the week. Uh, lastly, before we get into the episode, uh, just check out some of the cool things that we offer. How do you organize and plan your trip? So if you like to keep your trip organized like we do, you can use the travel journal and planner that we developed for our very own personal travel experiences. This will allow you to record things like the dates, the budget, the top destinations, the currency exchange rate, the time difference. It has a fillable calendar and it provides you the ability to write out your entire itinerary by the hour. In addition to that, it has a place to store reservation information, a packing list, a to-do list. And then at the very back, it offers you space to journal about your trip. You can find this travel journal planner on our products page, and once you download it, you have it forever, and you can reprint and refill it out for every trip you have moving forward. Now, if you do decide to purchase this, we encourage you to reach out to us with any tips to make it better. To help compile all of your info for the journal slash planner, we turned ourselves into cartoons to create a five-part video course that provides a step-by-step -step process to create the ultimate itinerary, including number one, navigation, number two, booking airfare, number three, blogs, research, and reviews, number four, itinerary building, and number five, safety, cultural norms, and thoughtful travel. The goal of this video tutorial is so that you can become your own personal travel agent and learn how to be planned efficient trips now and forever, all the while saving you money to splurge on a nice meal or first class seat for your next adventure. Yeah. And now, so if you still think that planning your trip is a little bit too much, or you just don't have time to sit down and actually do it, I can personally plan your trip for you using all the information that we just mentioned. If you're interested in this, please send me an email at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com or visit our service pages on our website, and we can meet over Zoom to discuss the details of your trip. You want to contribute to the podcast? If you work in the travel industry, you can join us for a travel around table discussion by submitting your information through the TAT form on our website. You can also send us a travel article via direct message or at thetravelersblueprint at gmail.com for the monthly Travel Bites episode. Support us by wearing us. Go to redbubble.com to find awesome gear and merchandise of the Traveler's Blueprint. Some of the cost comes directly to us to help support the podcast. We definitely recommend the hoodie and the hat and maybe a sticker or a travel mug. Whether you purchase a product from us or just want to learn about travel alongside us as we interview our guests, know that we greatly value your support as a listener of the show. Welcome to the Traveler's Blueprint. Start designing your next adventure. All right, first article, United Passengers in the December 18th, 2022 flight that left from Maui, Hawaii to San Francisco, California, they almost plunged into the Pacific Ocean. So if you recall that article from earlier this year in January, we had discussed it. They were they hadn't done any investigations at that point. So now we do have a summary of the investigations. And believe it or not, it took them two months to even start the investigations. And the reason for that was that 
because the flight ended up pulling up safely and landing in San Francisco without further incident, without further malfunctions, there uh, did not feel it was necessary. NTSB did not feel it was necessary to actually do an investigation. So it was sometime in February or March that they actually began it. And anticlimactically, they found that no one were and nothing was at fault. Right. The thing yeah. that saved them was the ground proximity warning. Right. Yeah. Essentially, that alarm system went off telling them to pull up and change change the wings. But that's it's so scary. It, but that's it, still what I don't understand because it plunged like you feel that plunge like a roller coaster dropping. That's how other passengers described it. So the ground proximity warning should have been like the second or third indicator that they should have pulled up. Yeah, that is an interesting point. It was a 10 second drop, which is a long time it is. to drop in an airplane. I, I, I'm i sure most people have experienced turbulence to some degree. I've been on a few flights. Where it's, yeah, where it's pretty bad. I've never been on a flight where it's popped open the luggage above you. And I know I've talked no, to people who have had, or, and I've never been on a flight that's actually deployed the air masks. But I've gone through some decent turbulence and your heart is racing i mm -hmm. it, it is intense uh so i could not imagine a straight drop for 10 seconds then leveling out man the the the, the people obviously said it was terrifying and everybody was audibly praying to uh their gods their respective gods yeah their respective gods but i just feel like more should have came out of this i really don't know what yeah but uh like, just something it, more definitive and and yeah. maybe we like didn't read the, report. the software yeah we didn't read the report we just read the article so maybe they did but contingency plans uh or yeah i don't know yeah well this ties into our next article which is that there are more close calls and they're becoming more common than publicly disclosed. So last month alone, so this would have been in July of 2023, there were 46 incidents involving commercial airlines with close calls, which is several a week. Yeah, that's intense. And I think it's a terrible. lot of them, I think a lot of them, just from what I've read, are at the airports themselves. It's it's near collisions when they're, one is landing, one is taking off. These aren't mid-air no. issues most of the time and so what the faa is doing is investing in construction projects at airports so eight airports across the united states are going to receive 121 million dollars for construction projects and 100 million was granted uh, to dozens of other airports just three months ago so it seems well, like their solution is to expand the actual infrastructure and hopefully and, mitigate some of these issues and i don't know if that's Again, I don't know the full scope of this issue, but this article talks about that most of these close calls have involved human error, and it usually takes place at the air traffic controller's tower because there's a shortage of them. So is it right. is it are, are they investing the money in the wrong place? Should they be investing in hiring more air traffic controllers? Yeah. Yeah, good, good point. I, I mean, and this all comes down to the, the the craziness, the chaos that we've been dealing with post-COVID in the travel world with flight delays and cancellations across the country on a scale that I don't ever remember in my lifetime. Yeah. So, yeah, I was actually, I was just chatting with someone 
yesterday they did a uh, almost a two-week trip in italy earlier this month and they said that tourism it was incredible like the amount of people that were going to italy this summer and or it yeah i think they went last month maybe it was earlier this year but still mm -hmm. yeah, crazy. yeah yeah well that's that rolls us right into the next article so Travel will, re will represent a $15.5 trillion economy by 2033. That's a lot and this of money. Is, this is a theme that we've been seeing with a lot of these articles where the projections are just going up and up and up. More people are traveling. Uh, a lot of that is from the United States, but a lot of that is from China. Yeah. So China well, is an industrializing nation. They have a rapidly expanding middle class. And more Chinese are actually getting on planes and traveling around than than ever before. They have a large population too. I don't know if you were and aware, right? Uh, yeah. So so it's a so the fifteen point five trillion dollar global travel sector economy uh, by twenty thirty three is fifty percent is a fifty percent increase from twenty nineteen. It's it's again mainly going to be contributed to countries by the United States, China, Germany, the United Kingdom, and Japan. It's fascinating. Uh, it really is. It, it's really interesting to see how this is going to play out uh, when, in the context of um, ticketing and processing people through sites like Machu Picchu or the Vatican. Mm -hmm. I don't know how these sites can continuously just let people go through well, that was interesting. So the the couple that I was talking to last night, I asked them if they went to Venice when they were in Italy, and they did go through turnstiles. They did, yeah. So they, and and they're going to, I I believe, stop the cruise ships. So now, and the cruise ships won't be able to go to some of these historic sites. Yeah, but I this article is really interesting because we talked about how many jobs are related to travel, but yeah. travel is a tenth of the world's gdp wow 10 percent of the world's gross domestic product wow. is related to travel wow that's incredible it really is yeah yeah it's expanding and that and that does bring us into the over tourism problem and the article that we have up next um I actually took some issues with, but I think the gist of it is pretty important. So essentially, it's it's about climate change and its impact on tourism. And so it was kind of clickbaity disasters on the horizon for travel and tourism if we don't start doing things differently. But uh, Isn't that if you for everything, right? Exactly. It 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 was a little clickbaity, but the gist of it was that the increases in these weather events are impacting travel. And we're seeing those in Italy and Greece are good examples of that. So Italy had massive flooding in Imola recently, uh, and Greece is on, has, has pretty bad wildfires, and they do impact people going to those regions. You can't go. Maui is another one. Um, yeah. I, right? I mean, Maui is a great example. We, as It's the deadliest wildfire in United States history in the last century. Um, and there are a lot of conflicting messages coming out from locals of whether or not we got two two sides of it come and help as tourism is a large portion of their economy to help regrow um and then there's another faction that's saying don't come and we we need time to recover and rebuild yeah. and 
I think both are both have valid reasons. Um, but the come and help is not like come and do the normal touristy stuff that you've always done, but come put your money in for the tourism. Maui, the side that had the wildfires is not the entire island. There are still other portions of Maui that are still pristine and great. Um, but don't use resources like you would in Disneyland. It's not a bottomless pit and you can't just be unconscious about what you're doing. Right. Right. Yeah. The, 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 we kind of jumped, I guess, a little bit ahead, but, but I guess just staying in line with Maui, <clears throat> those photos were horrible. The, the it photos like they were of black and white. The the traffic that you you could see people lined up in cars in the streets and they were just shells, metal shells that you could tell the fire swept through. Man, rough, rough, rough images. Um, I couldn't imagine uh, the situation because. I mean, we, we still haven't really gotten the full details and I, I haven't seen a lot come out of the individual people like, you know, and, and getting information on, on their stories, uh, getting a better idea of who passed in the fires. Um, but I imagine it's going to be gut-wrenching. It, uh -huh. it, the, the photos are astonishing. I've never seen anything like it. Just scorched. An entire town man so pretty rough uh, incredibly rough and there are a few houses like that were barely touched by the fire i saw like, those pictures too yeah so you there was one house on the water um yeah man i saw videos of people who ran into the water and yeah, just tried yeah, to an entire, in the ocean. An entire family just stayed in the water in the ocean and just waited in the ocean but and then I read a lot of people who did that uh, died of smoke inhalation. So yeah. some people didn't. It didn't work you out have for to, them. Yeah, yeah, you had to have like some kind of filter or mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but this is again Maui is just one example of the broader scope of how climate change can be impacting tourism. And and it is right. I, it's undeniable. And a lot of the countries that are being impacted the most are these equator area central uh countries small island nations uh the mm -hmm. caribbean um central america america with the increases in temperature are struggling to grow the same crops that they did and so climate change is going to be an issue it already is um as far as the travel goes this article specifically said that we should invest in, I guess, greener tech for these local areas and make sure that we prioritize saving these areas as people continue to uh, populate them and over-tourism becomes an issue, which I agree with. But I don't really see that as a climate change thing. Like protecting the coral reef of an island off the coast of Thailand is not a coral. It's, it's an over-tourism issue, not necessarily a... Uh, that's, a that's a climate change because sea temperature is rising which is causing the coral bleaching yeah but it's not from the perspective of the local like you can't local tourists no. a family visiting thailand yeah and i understand your grief with the article because you can't just do local changes for to impact climate change he, you have to, one, it has to be global and not once did he mention 
airplanes. No, <laughs> which is which are a huge impact. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that, so I, I don't know. I found it a little bit weird. I I, I agree with the general. There's a lot uh, of holes. It's Swiss cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is an issue. I don't know. Sometimes I get very cynical though with climate change, and I just really? feel as though, I I mean, what can we do? And it, can we even do anything at this point? I feel as though we may have hit a tipping point. And okay, so we're getting into a very broad conversation about something that's not I, related to. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm just, I'll just finish my sentence. Uh, we may have hit a tipping point, and now it's just like contingency plans for climate change. Like I don't think we should be combating it in the sense of, of saying we're going to stop it. Uh, temperatures are rising, and so we just need to kind of plan ahead. But okay. I'll, I'll write a note to the legislators. Okay. Yeah. Please do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that wraps up our travel bikes for August. Uh, we do not have any episodes this month. Hopefully we'll have some in, in uh, sorry, in October. Thank you for listening. If you love the show and you want to help support us, uh, we you can do that through our merchandise, which is awesome travelers, blueprint products and apparel that is emblazoned with our logo and our title of the podcast it's very cool you can get mugs t-shirts hoodies bob and i have a hat and a shirt and some other cool things um if you don't want merchandise you can just donate uh to buy me a coffee as little as a dollar anything goes to helping support our software costs and subscriptions to run the podcast and if you want to support us in a non-financial way ratings and reviews are incredibly helpful so Share it with friends, share it with families, and tune in to the next episode. In the meantime, stay safe, stay healthy.